What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite. Yes, you can have a favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness, um, across all social media platforms. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice with my little mic, um, I'm a diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy like myself, five years strong, almost five years, and also validate the victims and survivors of said disorder. Today's episode is going to be about how some narcissistic people, well, most narcissistic people, set themselves up in life so that you cannot hold them accountable. How most narcissists avoid accountability. Because I tell this to people all the time that the main goal, one of the main goals, because there are a few different goals, but one of the main goals of narcissists, of being a narcissist, is to have control over every aspect of your life. That's that's just it. It, it, it is, y'all. Me and my me and my therapist has broke, broken this down. Like, one of the reasons you stress out so much because you try to control too much in your life. I was like, damn, it's true. She had me write down all the things I thought I had control of in my life. And I had very little control over. I, no, I was trying to control everything. My, my little brothers, where they went to school, where they work at. I'm just like, y'all, literally every single thing in my life, I was trying to have some type of control over. And that sucks, y'all, because you stretch yourself too thin and you lose control over yourself, your emotions, and your own life. So... One way you know saying control is the goal, you know, but one way that a lot of narcissistic people accountability is a narcissist kryptonite. y'all. It just really is like holding a narcissist accountable is one of the toughest things to do on the planet because you have to have some type of leverage to hold a narcissist accountable. Right. You have to. How do you hold somebody accountable without leverage? How do you hold? How do you make a uh, how do you make somebody who wants to commit a crime scared to commit a crime? You get in the threat of jail. Like, hey, if you get caught committing this crime, you're going to go to jail. What is that? How is that? How does that work with narcissists? Like, if you get caught doing, if you get caught cheating on me, how can I hold you accountable? Because if you get, if you know, if you if you get caught cheating on me and I take you back, where's accountability at right there? So a lot of narcissistic people set themselves up in their life so you cannot hold them accountable. You can't hold us accountable. Like, and way way they do this. It's like the so this is the typical relation. This is just the typical dynamic. This is the easiest to, to describe. I know it's a lot. You know, your parents can be narcissists. Like your mom and dad is a narcissist. They gonna have control over you for a long time in your life anyway. At least to you an adult, if you're under their roof, they're gonna have control over you that way. You know, you can't hold. How do you hold your parent accountable if they're not physically abusing you or something like that? You can't go to CPS. Hey, my mom gaslit me. Can you help me get out of this house? No, that doesn't work. You know what I mean? So one way is a parent, a narcissistic parent self sets themselves up so you can't hold them accountable by being your damn parent. It's just like they're born and they're born into the lack of accountability from one of their kids until their kids grow up. And then the dynamic can change because those kids are on their own. They're adults now. They can cut those narcissistic, toxic ass parents off. You know, what I mean? you can that dynamic can switch. I mean, that's just one of the dynamics right there, y'all. The parent-child narcissistic narcissist dynamic because you can't hold your parent accountable, y'all. It's hard to do that. If you know ways you can hold your parent accountable, you know, other than ruining their reputation in your childhood or something like that, other than embarrassing them, you know, you have to have leverage to have accountability. What type of leverage do you have over your parent? So this is another that another dynamic. The stay-at-home, the stay-at-home uh, wife or husband or you know, the stay-at-home parent dynamic. Well, you don't have a, like and the other person controls the finances, the finance dynamic. You know, they control the finances. They make the money. They make the rules. They make the they determine how the money is spent in the house. Correct. So if you have no access to the money, they pretty much give you an allowance like you're a kid. But you're married to this person. Y'all have kids. You're married to this person and they give you an allowance like you're a kid. You know how you hold that person accountable if you can't leave. 
They done moved you. So here's the, the situation right here, y'all. They moved you across the country because they got their dream job. You're a stay-at-home parent now. You have no access to the money, but you're okay because you, you have your dream life overall, correct? You know, you live across the country. You, you don't have any friends there because you got you taking care of the kids. You got newborns, y'all. You don't get to get out much, but you catch that person cheating. They cheat on you, right? You know about it. You find out. You beg, you plead, you cry for the apology, and they, and you, you, but you can't leave. How do you hold that person accountable? They just set you up so that you can't hold them accountable. You're gonna go across. You're gonna leave and take the kids across the country. They go right down to the courthouse and file an injunction on you, so you can't leave the state with the kids. How do you hold that person accountable, y'all? You gonna move, go to a shelter, and they're gonna make you feel guilty about trying to go to a shelter. Wow, you got this nice ass luxury. You got this this lifestyle right here. You're gonna take our kids and go live in a shelter. That means you really don't care about your kids, right there, right? They make you feel guilty about trying to pick yourself. How do you hold that person accountable, y'all? They set themselves up in life so they can barely be held accountable. That's why you see a lot of CEOs, a lot of a lot of famous actors, musicians, you know, things like that that are narcissistic people that it's damn near almost impossible to hold them accountable because they're rich and famous and can avoid accountability because they got a bunch of flying monkey bats out here that are going to take up for them anyway, regardless of what they do. You know what I mean? You see how that works right there? You understand how that works right there? You see the mindset right there. A lot of and, and this I know that's kind of a grandiose example because a whole lot of money is involved, but a lot of people experience that kind of financial abuse. You know, isolation. You don't have any friends or family across the country, right? In a on a different continent, right? You're by yourself over there with your narcissist. How do you hold them accountable? You're gonna leave? You're gonna fly away with no money, no way to get anywhere, no access. You don't cut your parents and your friends off because they hate you now because they hate your significant other. So you by yourself. What do you do? How do you hold them accountable? You run away from home. You take the kids and run. I'm telling you, a lot of narcissistic people put themselves through a lot of situations so you cannot hold them accountable. That's how they avoid accountability. How do I get this person so that they can't punish me? And that's the way my mind works. How do I avoid pain if this goes wrong? If this if this situation blows up, how what is the best, most efficient way for me to avoid being putting myself in any kind of pain? That's how my mind works. I know people are like, Lee, you sound like a psychopath. My th- I'm, I'm going be real with you. My therapist kind of said that the other day when I was talking to her. But because the more open and honest I get with my therapist, she she, say, she says it. I, I, and I tell her, I was like, oh, look, I know what I just said to you sounds psychotic. And she's like, oh, yeah, it does. I'm writing all this down. I'm like, yeah, I understand that. When she, like, we, my, my, me, my, me and my therapist have a good relationship because she understands that I'm actually trying to, to better myself. So she's just, you know, she's telling me she's got him and she's giving me steps on how to work on myself. Like, she is. She's an amazing therapist. You know, she told me that. But I know some of the stuff I said sound, sound psychotic. I know y'all, some of the stuff I said on here probably sounds psychotic. It's like, Lee, that's what you would do? Yeah, that's what I would do. Y'all. I'm just telling you what I would do if my situation was different. If I was like, you know, I can. Can I do it now? I can't do it now. I can't do it now. See, again, because I had set myself up to do that, because if I wasn't on social media, if I didn't have this presence on social media, my my wife was a stay-at-home mom. You know, she doesn't work. I have, you know, I don't have, I didn't have to give her access to all the, 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 the cards and the accounts and stuff like that. You know what I mean? All of the houses in my name. Everything is in my name. How, how would she hold me accountable by just about leaving? I'm going to go home to my, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to the beach and live with my family. No, you're not in junction. You got to stay here. You see how that would have worked? You see how that I could have set that up? You see how I could have set that up? But to make her feel comfortable, she has access to all the accounts. Her name is on stuff like that now. You know, she has a car in her name. All that stuff is in her name to make her feel more comfortable. Y'all ask me, do I love my wife? Yes, I love my wife. You see the stuff I do? I go out of my way to make her so she feels comfortable here. You know, Because I know I used to didn't do that. I know I would make myself feel comfortable. I didn't care about her comfort as much. My comfort came first. That would set myself up so she couldn't hold me accountable. 
You see that stuff right there, y'all? That's how they do it. They put babies into you. They make it so you can't leave their lives ever. Oh, we got a baby together now. I know we only been loyal to each other for three weeks, but you're pregnant. Let me beg and plead and cry till you get past the point where you can where you can get rid of it medically. And now I'm going to switch up, and now you're on your own. Now you have to talk to me all the time, and I can always come back to you and say I want my family back. Hold me accountable. You have to have some type of leverage over a narcissist to hold them to be able to hold them accountable. You just do. You know what I mean? If they make all the money, if they're in charge of every single thing in your life, you can't. There's there's very few ways you can hold that person accountable. Typically, in these, in these relationships, the leverage the survivor or the victim has in these situations is themselves. The leverage is your presence, your own human being, your body, your presence. Move, remove your presence, especially, especially if you don't have kids. Yeah, you've been financially abused. You live across the country. You can make that work. You can make a plan. It might not be tonight. It might not be tomorrow. It might be 18 months later. You've, you've made it in your mind. You're going to leave, though. you got to live here for 18 more months. Shout out to uh, Heather Coleman-Voss. Because her story is powerful. Her story is powerful. She says she made an eighteen month escape plan, and when she was done, eighteen month, eighteen months, and day zero, she was out. Her ass was out of there. Had a house, everything already set up. But grinding now, y'all need to follow Heather Coleman Voss V O S S on all platforms. She'll tell you her story. Her story is empower, her story is powerful. You know what I mean? I, I was like, damn, eighteen months. It sounds like a long time, and a lot of people that that number right there sounds. You know, it sounds like it's the the feat. But she's been out of it longer and she's engaged now. She found new love. Like, y'all, she's engaged and found new love and is living her best life. Eight, after having to, have to stay down till she came up. Stay down till you come up. It took her 18 months to leave. It might take you 18, some, take some people 18 years. <laughs> Baby, get older. Make your plan and live your life the way you want to live it. Find ways to hold that person accountable. You mean, having something on there, have, I'm not telling you to, to scoop, I'm telling you to document things, record things if you need to because the reputation, to a narcissist to most narcissists, reputation is everything they want to look good in the public eye so if they if you have something on them that can make them look bad in the public eye, that's better off for you but be safe doing that, y'all, use discretion when you're doing that, don't, you know, you see what Johnny Depp did, it wasn't out with Amber Heard just like recording stuff secretly to protect himself, you know he was do- he was documenting stuff because he knew he was- he knew he was in something. You know what I mean? I'm not saying Johnny Depp is completely innocent of anything, but like you see, allegedly they you know there been a lot of abuse in that relationship. But you see how he set it up, had a phone on, have a recorder, you know, had a little had like like, like a secret agent. You know, Johnny Depp, uh, uh, Captain Jack Sparrow had a damn you know had a tape recorder in his hair, in his fake dreads under his under his cap under his skull cap. <laughs> you know, Captain Jack Sparrow, Ugh. you know. <laughs> But anyways, y'all, find ways to hold them accountable. Find ways to get leverage. Stay empowered on your healing journey. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Like and subscribe for more mental illness is out. Peace. And you know, my podcasters, I like I like when y'all hold on for extra second because you know I'm gonna come over here and shout y'all out. Um, let me look on here real quick. The narcissist code. The podcast, y'all. I appreciate y'all. I really, y'all, 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 man. I'm just so thankful for y'all. I swear to God, I am. I, I really do. I, I swear to God, I'm so thankful for every single listener, every single like, everything, every single subscription. I'm like, leave with feet of your supply. I'm thankful for every single one of y'all that like, subscribe, and, you know, help me. Uh, yeah. I'm just out. It just <clears throat> 498 reviews on Apple Music. Thank y'all so much. Damn, that's crazy. Thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all. Bonafide 2013. Love it. Love this podcast. Uh, Petty Nelly. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness, y'all. Honest Girl 808 said, Truth, I would like to say it's refreshing to hear the narcissist side of things after 40 years with a narcissist. Oh my God. I told y'all. Look at it right there. I just, ta- didn't I just talk about this? 
18 years. I told you, she took 40. 40. Oh, my goodness. Honest Girl 808, be blessed. Stay empowered in your journey. I know that's tough. Uh, Melody, mahalo. Oh, be safe. Take your power back. I have often thought he does believe what he's telling me is true. Oh, my goodness. There you go. Melody, Honest Girl 808, shout out to you. Stay safe. Be blessed on your healing journey. Um, all you got, As always, y'all, y'all can add me on Instagram as well. Shoot me a message on Instagram, mental, mental illness with three S's. Um, just follow me. Shoot me a message. Hey, I listen to the podcast, and, yo, I'm here.